Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. The time is now 8.02, excuse me, 8.01 a.m. And you are listening to Jeanette's Blaining on Good Morning, Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. So we have a lot to discuss this morning. And we, it's Friday. We do. It's Friday. And we now have a system. The first one who points at the other person huh. then says the first good morning Aurora. So now we've got it, <laughs> it worked out, guys. Too. It works good. Too. It only took us like four months to figure this out. <laughs> works quite well, you guys. Um, good morning to everybody. Before we get started, I want to say good morning, Norma Peterson. Um, you know, we got some good stuff coming up for you guys. And I want to let you I'm not going to let you know what it is, of course, but I will tell you the infamous two words that I use a lot on this show. Stay tuned. <laughs> All right. Um, so first things first, what, um, how are we feeling this morning, everybody? How are you guys out there, and how are we doing in here? BTP, how are you this morning? I'm doing well. I'm doing pretty well. Good, 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 good. Jeanette, how are you? I'm good. I'm All fine. Right. I'm right. a, little, a little tired. A little tired. Uh, was up late last night, just... You know, when you get into a project and then you just keep going and then you realize you're like, it's 11 o'clock. And like, look, 11 o'clock's not like that late. But uh, 11 o'clock is fucking late. But like on but like on a Thursday after a long week and now I'm I'm like old. I'm like so close to middle age. It's sad. And like (laughs) I need my my beauty rest. And then I got a phone call at 130 in the morning. That was just like a you up kind of thing. And I'm like, really? Are you serious? No, I'm not. I'm not up at 130. And then we had the storms come in. My tiny little dog is shaking. The storm is nice. The storm was very nice. I love storms. We really needed the rain. We're in drought right now. So if you have not like looked at the river, like glanced in it, you can walk across it without getting like your the hems of your pants wet right now. It's really low. So we needed the rain. I hope um, the weather gets worse. I want it to get like real bad. I like bad weather. Yeah, you God. like like storms and yeah. like tornadoes and I woke up, it was all whatnot. gloomy and dark, and I'm yeah. like, this is great, but like, can we get darker? Can we get sirens? Yeah, I will say this, like, um, I was really jealous. My friends uh, down in Ottawa, the derecho last year, the year before, whatever that was, hit them real bad. Mm-hmm. And uh, as a result, they managed to get the city to just dump a ton of wood chips on their garden. And I'm kind of like, oh, I kind of want, I, I could really, really? use... Yeah, because they got to take down all the trees that fell, you know, and then um, they were just like, well, we're just going to take them to the dump. And they're like, no, no, dump them right here. And so now they've got a garden that's like they've got amazing compost. So I need post-storm compost. My dad is in here. Good morning, Dad. Hit the claps for my dad. Hey, and it's Father's Day, so that's nice. That's very nice. Happy Father's Day to you, sir. To you, to you. And to everybody. Oh, do you want to talk about? Do we want to? Do we want to riff on on Father's Day first? Or do we want to save that for the end. Oh, uh, we can riff on it now. Let's Good morning, do... Aisha Saxon. 
Let's do Father's Day then. What's everybody? What are you doing for Father's Day? You yeah, have, what do you guys got? You going have on a dad. Up there? You have a kid. I have neither of these things at this <laughs> point, so I am not doing anything. I am probably having a beer at McCarty Mill on Sunday, and I'm I'm just fine with that. Devin so. is a dad. Shout out to Devin and Alvin Soto. There you go. We got a lot of parents out there. Actually, yeah. this is a good. This is a parent show. Oh, we got a okay. lot of. Uh, right. We can do that. A lot of parents. We had kids on the show yesterday. Mm-hmm. We had uh, we had my son on the show. Wednesday and Tuesday. Uh, I mean, it was uh, it was great. It was great. It's a uh, it's a true family show. Um, so all of you dads out there, good morning to you. Philip Millies is here. Are you a dad, Philip? Cindy Morales. Hi, mom. And um, yeah, yeah, all of you guys, all of you guys. So Father's Day. Um, I've got a new bike that I will be debuting. Um, for my son. We had a little spill the other day. Oh. Uh, the bike that I got for him wasn't, unfortunately, the best. It was a little bit ambitious. So it's, 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 a, little, it's not, a little too tall for your yeah, little, your little it's guy. It's not really. He'll get there. You know, it's not really. Yeah. He'll, so we're going to keep that one. Yeah. But I got a brand new one that I'm going to unveil. So I think it'll be a lot better for him. We got the plug. And good morning, Victoria Hyla Maldonado. I did recover. Um, but all of you followers out there, what's up? What's what's the deal? How's um how's life? How's life? My dad taught me a lot. Uh and as I mentioned on a previous show, uh my dad is my biggest uh supporter. My dad just a couple of days ago sent me a picture of me in my uniform, uh my navy uniform. So that was a good little memory there. Shouts out. All you dads out there, we appreciate everything you do. Uh, the time is now 8.06 a.m. So in addition to that, man, we got a lot of people here. Oh, I want to say another um, another shout out to a person who is a um, is a great dad out there. This person does a whole lot. Chad Dawes from Treadwell. Hit the claps for Chad. Right. He, he hey. deserves it. Hey, Chad. Yeah, we're he deserves it. drinking his delicious coffee right now. Chad is a good dad. I appreciate all of his guidance and help that he has given to um, the show in regards to a lot of things. So, shouts out to him. All right. Um, so, you got any good dad stories? Um, no, not without it getting really, really dark in here. Uh, <laughs> well, we have one light. so I We got... Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, so... Um, uh, my dad. Ooh, here's Could what it be I do. A learning story. Well, here's what I do have is so my dad uh passed away a few years ago now. Um, and uh, we had the best party afterwards, right? Because he was not like a you know have the sad f- church funeral sort of sure. thing for me, and we did that because you know mom. But like, uh, then we had a party down at the Aurora Athletic Club of all places, which is like if you've <laughs> right. never been there, it's basically it's like a social club, but like it's right on the river so you can kind of like moor a kayak or a canoe there if you want play some sand volleyball and we like we had an open bar and a skeleton dressed like my dad and some live (laughs) music it was pretty fun um but I do have an uncle who is in many ways the spitting like the creepy spitting image of my dad who I was not close to when my dad was alive but who is now like rewiring all the electrical in my house for me Mm. so I just like come home and it's like but It's like my dad with a ponytail, like just kind of doddering around in my basement, which is nice. has been that was he was around this week and it was it was really nice. So I saw know. a pretty funny meme. It said it said Mother's Day the restaurants are packed. Father's Day they want us to barbecue all day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> which I will be doing actually. Yeah. 
I will. My brother gave me a good amount of meat from some place called Jasper's Meats. Jasper's the, Meats. Somewhere in the sticks, yeah. Okay. Frog in the corner, he go riding. Yeah. Um, so I, got the, <laughs> I thought out some ribs, and uh, we're going to do that. We're going to do that. Okay. We're going right. to do the ribs. That sounds fun. All right. Um, um, I did feed my uncle a veggie burger today. He said it was not bad, or this week. He said it was not bad. Like one of the incognito, incognito like the... Like the beyond, like the really good, like expensive, like fake burgers. Yeah. So yeah, I'm yeah. I slowly... heard that they, I've heard, I've heard people who are not typical vegan or vegetarian yeah. say that uh, they've had some burgers that have been like mm, they're they're yum. getting a lot better with the yeah, pretending to, the to do fake like the fake meat technology. It's getting a lot better. They they even kind of make them like bleed a little bit, which I'm like this seems unnecessary. But uh, yeah, they're a lot better and. Um, what everybody tells me is that they don't feel like crap afterwards, right? Like, because when you eat, like, a really big, like, burger, like, out of beef, you kind of have, like, the meat sweats or, like, just the next day you just feel, like, really heavy or whatever. And you don't have that with the fake burgers. So, hmm. yeah, so they are, they are Jeanette's uncle approved. So, so let me get this straight. Uh-huh. Scientists have found a way to make vegan burgers bleed? Not, like, real blood. But okay. like, yeah, it's got like a little like if you if you thaw them in the in the microwave or whatever, you know how if you did that with a real burger, there'd be like that red juice off of it. Yeah, See, this is a strange juice. thing, and I I think it's an ethnic diversion here because I don't recall ever thawing meat and in a microwave. I don't know that you're supposed to dad, do it, my but dad never thought meat. <laughs> dad, did you ever thaw meat in a Look, I'm not saying that that's like what you're supposed to do. I don't, I, cause I haven't cooked meat in like, I don't know, I, I 20 get you. No, years. I, no, you, there are, <laughs> no, you're right though. No, there, I, I'm not, you, no, not to be naive. Seriously, people unthawed like chicken breasts. Do or they do like that? that. In the yeah, they do. Like, they I would think, I mean, like, that's what you have a microwave, microwave for. Microwaves right? come with settings to, for defrost. Sure. Yeah. Okay. All but, right. Um, so I'm not crazy. Again, yeah. really have not cooked meat in 20 years. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like uh, greens in a can. It's just something you do when you Nobody need to make it right away. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, I have like to companies eat. over, and I companies forgot over, to do this. Yeah, let's just nuke we it really quick. It get it defrosted. Yeah. I mean, I assume it's safer, right, than just like leaving it in your sink or your fridge or whatever. Uh, I unthought a meat in this. Like, I'll be you do the sink uh, or the Tuesday. Fridge? I unthought some uh, some chicken thighs. Uh huh. Woke up, made my coffee, put the frozen chicken thighs in the sink. In the sink. Okay. Back home by about eleven or so. Yeah, they were pretty much ready, thawed. ready to go. Separated them, put it. Yeah, yeah. It, that's probably not the safest thing, but it's it's okay. Yeah, I'm who's, sure. Who's as, long as, their... as, as long as you, it, gets, it gets cooked thoroughly, it kills any bacteria that was. Yeah, interesting. who's got the their sick. food handler's license? I haven't. I don't have. I, one. I never got. You got one. That's yeah, interesting. Yeah, so BTP is like, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> Alisa Ocon, good morning to you. Happy if you Friday if you, you do, just make sure you clean them and then they're cooked t- to the right temperature. Well, it's not like naked uh-huh. food in a sink. Right, right. That no. would be silly. Okay, um, so so then why is the meat on the top shelf in the fridge sometimes Brent? I know that one. I don't put anything up there. There's there's like we have de- like hmm. everything goes in the thing, thing now. Uh-huh. I make sure. It's a Anna thing. Sierra is here. <laughs> so, I don't get, so I don't get that too, scolding, friend. And thank you very much. I appreciate that, Anna. Anna is a uh, parent as well. Shouts out to you, Anna. It is Mother's Day and Father's Day for you. Time is now 8-12. Something happened with McCarty Park. What was the We got a playground. We got a playground. We got a playground in McCarty Park. We got a. Yay! Playground. We got a playground. Yeah. 
So, uh, so important point to note: uh, McCarty Park now officially has a playground, as opposed to just being a park, which right. uh, was an important critical uh, argument in uh, whether or not we evicted a whole bunch of um, sex offenders from a nearby uh, organization. Wayside right. Cross. Right. So, um, so we got uh, this playground, which is great. Like kids. Uh, in the, and so McCarty Park is on the Near East Side, right? It's just kind of like just up the hill from downtown. Um, by we, the old Family Dollar. By the by, where the, fa- the by where the Family Dollar got burned down last year. <laughs> Correct. The, 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 the burned out crisp of Family Dollar. Yes. Yeah. Across the street from the liquor store. Yes. Yeah, so look, that little section is looking like it's a little rough. It's uh, like, we could use a park. <laughs> I can't even. There's no even comper you know like you can't even compare it right now yeah it's uh looking bad yeah we could we could do better in that little corner but so now we have a playground so mm-hmm. um it, which and there's also a splash pad there which has been there for for years it's very nice um and uh and there's events and stuff out there all the time usually uh, our, our older woman uh holds her um ice cream social out there every year and stuff like that so it's it's a very nice little little very like urban like park right um right so who's uh, our older woman what who's our older woman bonnie garza or okay. two All right. yeah so you know she does the the usually in august like kind of like just around back to school time she'll do like an ice cream social for the mm. for the night we get free ice cream so yeah look out for that your little bullet like in the little newsletter she sends um so, uh, but so we have a, a playground there, which is awesome. Um, but a funny little note of history here, and by history I mean like you know just two years ago, not even <laughs> like a year and a half ago. Uh, so, if you recall the story of the Wayside Cross, there were nineteen uh, child sex offenders living there. So the Wayside Cross is a ministry that is a place for ex-offenders of, of many different kinds um, to transition back into society. So um, they... they so Like rehabilitation kind of thing? Yeah, through, so it's so it's sort of like a halfway house religion. almost. Yeah, so um, it's, uh, it, it is faith-based. They what, what they do is like when men are moving out of uh, prison, they can go live there and they have all kinds of like counseling programs for them and job placement and... So the um, they've got the secondhand shop. Some of the guys work there, um, and and they basically they get a lot of supervision and stuff like that. So it it kind of one of what happens sometimes, particularly with sex offenders, is they get released from prison, but then completely alienated from society, and they're more like people are more likely to reoffend when they don't have any connections or ties or like anything that you know when you got nothing to live for you're just like I guess I'll just do whatever so um the Wayside Cross uh, tries to uh, give people opportunities and reorient them back into society and also really like keeps an eye on it, right? Like they're being constantly monitored so like they don't live in their own like single rooms until they've graduated all the way through the program, like that kind of stuff. So there's just like a lot of like buddy system stuff to have like going on, right? Um, but, uh, they were issued eviction letters. They were delivered by Aurora police. But if you ask the Aurora, they'll say, well, it was the state's attorneys that made us do it. But somebody actually had to tell the state attorney's office, uh, that, you know, there, there was a perceived issue and the perceived issue was that 
McCarty Park was a playground and therefore all of these guys were living too close to a playground and therefore they all had to be addicted, uh, evicted, which is mm-hmm. really fascinating because uh, a wayside cross has been there for like 100 years or something like that. And the park has been there for just as long. So it's kind of like, how is this suddenly a problem? Um, so uh, anyway, the question that then hung in the balance was not are they too close to the park? But it's like a park is fine, but a playground is not. And so the city was arguing, well, this is a playground. There's no question they live within 500 feet of a playground. Uh, And then it was kind of like, but they didn't. But now we have a playground. So now they definitely do, I guess. It's kind of like a weird, uh, really, we suddenly needed a playground right here that like, you know. I think it exposed how lackluster city services actually were because if if the OSHIT moment was wayside cross having sex offenders living in it now we're going to make it a nice area for kids i would have thought the city would have kept up with the park all right way before it made it nice i mean how much money did they spend on building river edge park because that park's older than river edge it's older than the venue monday park and all that ribbon cutting for that it's also older, if I'm not mistaken, um, than the new bridge that was just ribbon cut. So <laughs> last I week, would have yes, thought, yes, McCarty Park is older than the bridge that we cut the ribbon on. I last would have week. thought that that would have been and should have been a priority way back, right? I mean, sure. But what do I know? Look, I think. Well, what's interesting about parks in in that Correct. neighborhood in particular is that they usually just get installed when they're trying to take down other stuff. And it's kind of like, well, I guess we'll just put a park there. Right. Um, and, you know, if you stick a playground in, then like suddenly you can force out all of these people that are not allowed to live within in playgrounds, which um, I think that people would have like lots of different uh, opinions on whether or not that's like a good or right thing to do. But um, the like a lot of the parks in that neighborhood are quote unquote pocket parks, which is um, a park that's basically the size of a, a single home like lot. Uh, but, mm. you know, the house burned down forever ago or it got condemned or got taken down or whatever for whatever right. reason. So they just put a they put a playground in there. You know, I do like here's the thing. So forget Wayside Cross. That park for a long time, though, was just like crackville i remember it was just it was four not local, nice it was four local cans and syringes as far as the eye could see it was some folks having some adult type not and not my adult type fun on the, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on the weekends like there was no splash pad there was just like yeah. you know a urine slip and slide it was in it was because yeah, it was just ew. like a path and like a Couple all of benches, was. right? That's yeah, yeah, because the path goes through and goes through both sides to yeah. New York and connects New York and, and Galena. But that was really it. Yeah. Uh, and I think that the uh, also a big story was that uh, I can't pronounce his last name, but the the Ripper Crew guy when he uh, got yes. out when he got out and was Kokorialis. Yeah, when he got out and came to yeah stay there that's when like the hugest flare-up that's really... when the news really blew up right, right? um was this fellow who got um released from prison who um you know is i mean he he was released so he was deemed not a threat to society anymore and also had um well he spent the max of his term too yes he 40 did. years he also uh seemed to have uh 
um, some developmental dis- documented developmental disabilities mm-hmm. that meant that he was probably more of just like an accomplice, but still, it, it, yeah, it became definitely this uh, right. this like flashpoint for what are we going to do about this place that right. wasn't like really a problem to have in the community before, but now, so yeah, like no, it was nobody was even talking about it. Right. Yeah. So, um, McCarty park is the city's oldest park going back to 1835 city officials call it one of the city's legacy parks, uh, as Jeanette mentioned. And, uh, in 1903, Tracy Duran shared a a fun fact with us as well. President Teddy Roosevelt spoke in the park during a visit to the city. Oh, and uh, our dear friend Simon Rodriguez of the city's youth activities uh, or youth services says that we need this in our community. Shouts out. Yes, I think uh, bottom line is I don't think anyone is unhappy about seeing uh, more investment into the community, right, into that neighborhood and seeing more amenities for the kids who live there and for everybody who lives there, right? Um, because, yeah, right now it is kind of like a Burn down family dollar <laughs> and the gas station, right? Oh, and El Wero. Shout out to El Wero because, you know, it's a pretty good little grocery store right there. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's not, uh, it's it's not a charming, like, sort of, there. It, it, it is a neighborhood that has so much potential and so much, like, cool stuff and could really, right. you know, with a little bit of love could really be It is an eyesore, amazing. unfortunately. Mm-hmm. It is an eyesore. All right, the time is now 8.21 a.m. Um, so, yeah, that is the um, – now, McCarty Park. Now, I also wanted to – now, we had something that we were going to talk about. We are going to do – people needed to know some government stuff, right? Some was, stuff. Was, 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 was the government the – well, so you'll you'll recall that we decided uh, on this show to let people know what was going on in upcoming meetings. Committees, yes. Yeah, yes. so we talked about the committee structure a while back and how, uh, you know, sometimes these meetings that happen like kind of like three in the afternoon are just not super easy for people to keep up with. Right. Um, you can watch them online now, though, so that's great. One of the best um, things about the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So uh, d- not a lot on the docket so far for this uh, th- um, for this upcoming week, but infrastructure and technology meets uh, on the 21st, which I think is Monday, Tuesday, Monday. Yeah. Um, and uh, unfortunately, the, the agenda doesn't give us a lot of information, which is really tragic. It just says like we're rejecting all the bids. For uh, bathrooms and a concession stand at Wilder Park. <laughs> and I'm kind of like, but I want concession bathrooms and concession yeah, stand. Yeah. I mean, my guess is that. the park, I'm thinking concession stand and bathroom. Like, why, why, uh, Yeah. Why? So, I mean, probably what happened is all the bids came in. They were really high. And so they're going to like kind of redesign what they want and go back out to bid. But I have no idea because that's all it says on the agenda and there are no details. So, like, can we get just a little more detail on some of these things, guys? That's all I'm asking. Um, what we are getting, though, uh at Wilder Park and Wilder Park is um kind of, it, it's it's downtown it's kind of like if you walk the Fox River Trail from uh like the casino basically on the west side of the river so it's it's the park that's on the west side of the river just slightly north of downtown so like if you were to walk from the casino or enduro or whatever north towards um uh, Illinois Avenue. It's like that kind of, it's like a strip park sort of thing going yeah, it's on right there. next door to Royal Pancake House. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, we are, what we are getting is like a little festival street. A festival street? A festival street. So what in the world? 
Well, so, like, remember how we talked about how uh, River Edge Park was initially supposed to be, like, the whole park was supposed to be the river, so it was, like, both sides of the thing, right? Oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. so they're kind of, like, what they're doing is they're taking one of the streets on Wilder, and they're, like, pay- putting pavers and stuff in, and then it'll have, like, um, you know, string lights and things over it and stuff like that. So it's it's not a big contract. Um, it's, uh, I forgot what the exact dollar amount is on it, but probably my guess would be would be that that would allow us to do things like put a farmer's market um, over there more often, right? Because the spot where it's at now is, is fine, but it's it's a little bit hard for people to get in and out, like the vendors and stuff like that. If you have it on a street, you can just kind of drive in. Um, so you can have a lot of things where you have vendors set up um, on, on a festival street like that. So a festival street would also, like an example might be um, River Street in downtown Batavia, so if you've River ever street in downtown Batavia, yeah. So like in in your brain noodle, think about downtown Batavia, um, and that street on the east side of the river that has that funny like archway thing, and then like a bunch of restaurants and a bunch. It's, it's all like paved, a co- like cobblestone. Yeah. Or whatever, so like. Road. Right. So you can drive on it, but also it can be just covered in pedestrians all the time. So it's like designed to be like a really like access for vehicles, but mostly for pedestrians. And of course, right now they've got it shut out, shut down completely so that they can have all the restaurants with extra seating outside. Right. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So that's coming to Wilder Park. Festival Street. Now, they were also going to do a Greek memorial there, I saw. Really? Yeah, there was was an article we were reading about a couple months back, though. There was going to be a Greek uh, independence memorial coming to Wilder Park. I think there was a a foundation was sponsoring it. The city was going to put a little money towards it or something like that. Oh. Um, Hey, a thing I don't know. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, Greek independence. That's what it was. Greek Greek independence, yep. Uh, Wilder Park has a, um, there is a veterans memorial at Wilder's Park. I believe it's a Vietnam veterans memorial. It's in that, excuse me, it's in the direct middle of the park. Uh, So if you ever see the park, you see where that flag is flying proudly. It Mm -hmm. is that stone structure right there. Yeah, yeah. Wilder Park is a park that does not get like an awful lot of play because it's really, it's like, only during fireworks. Yeah, they use years it for ago. fireworks. Yeah. There's like uh there's a lot of open grass. Uh so you'd think you'd be able to do a lot of stuff on it, but it's on a slope, so like eh, you know, like mm-hmm. you can't really it'd be a pain in the butt to play, play like frisbee or something on it without falling down the hill. So like <laughs> Yeah, I mean one person's going to have the advantage. Like right. you're, you're throwing the frisbee <laughs> downwards. And then you're trying to throw it up with the Upwards, sun in your eyes. Right. Like, yeah, like it's, playing it's not... catch with dad this weekend, Wilder <laughs> Park is kind of tricky for that. Come so. on, kid. Pick it up. Oh, dad. I'm throwing it to the <laughs> sun. Like oh, Bill's down. character. Right, 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 yeah. right. Kid's like rolling down the hill. All right. So, uh, so it'll be nice to see some, some uh, a little bit of investment there. That'll be good. All right. Okay. Um, so also coming up on uh, upcoming, so uh, what I did was reviewed what happened at Committee of the Whole um, on the 15th. And um, so the way that the committee, the way that the structure works here, right, is proposals go to the various um, committees and then right. they go to Committee of the Whole for discussion and then they get voted on by the city council usually the next week. Right. So at the last Committee of the Whole meeting, um, the committee of the whole passed a um, some water rate increases, so uh, that's going to go to the um, city council uh, probably this week. I, I have to double check, but probably this week. Um, 
which would meet Tuesday. So it'll water be water rate increase. Water rate increase. So one point four percent on your um, on your water bill this year, and four percent increase next year, which is, you know, not astronomical. It's it's that's like a more an annoying one. Yeah. 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. Uh, there are other communities. Look, nobody wants to see their water rates go up, but I will say this: there are other communities around us that uh, are facing. The potential for much larger water rate increases because you know they ha- they are challenged with figuring out um, where they're going to get their water for the next uh, hundred two hundred years right. or whatever. So that requires things like building new plants, building new pipes, like connecting to Lake Michigan, all of these things. That's going to result in like huge water increases. So like large for, scale infrastructure that we don't have to worry about. That we don't have to worry about because we already have that right. because we get our water from both the aquifer and the river. So um, so 4%, I'm kind of like, not ideal, um, but not also the end of not, the world. not the end of the world. Right. Tracy Duran, good morning and happy Friday to you too as well. We appreciate you tuning in. The time is now 829 a.m. Oh, and also I should add, we're in drought, so maybe just use less water and then you won't feel the increase, right? So like get your low flow toilets on, right? Put the little the little thingy on the sink so that it doesn't, the aerator, right? On a little sink Oh, faucet. yeah, 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 right. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. So that it's, it, um, you're using less water when you do the dishes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just don't do dishes. The thing that makes it come into many... <laughs> Many squirts, not just one stream. Right. Well, yeah, there's different options, but like you just put like this little screen and you want a screen on it. Well, and let's go back to you want a filter on your water anyway. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We've talked about this, but you also want the little aerator on there so that you've got um, a lower flow. Um, And uh, watering right now. Like, guys, I know it's hot. Luckily, we just had water. Uh, We had rain last night, but um, don't be out there sprinkling right now. Like... Go hand water your tomatoes and let everything just look a little little crispy right now because we do not have water in They're this area. They're not tomatoes. They're maters. Maters? Tomatas? 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 Oh, nobody, nobody got that? No. I've heard tomatoes. I never heard them called maters. Well, yeah, yeah. You know, that's the, that's the sort of, yeah. Tomatoes. Tomatoes. Maters. Nobody. Oh, wow. Crickets. Absolute crickets. Nobody got that. Um. Yeah, so, no, we are... My dad knows what I'm talking about. My dad grew up in Georgia. (laughs) Maters! Maters and taters. Maters and taters. Taters I am familiar with. Um, Yeah, so we are in drought right now. It is not severe in this area. We are just, um, quote-unquote, unusually dry. But uh, in areas just a little bit north of here, like you go up to McHenry County and stuff like that, they are are pretty crispy right now. And then out west, of course, they're just, like, bone dry, and it's 123 degrees, and it's awful. So uh, just, just chill on the lawn watering. It'll be okay, I promise. If you keep... Here's your here's your lawn care maintenance water conservation tip for the day. If you keep the grass longer, um, it keeps the roots cooler, which keeps the grass from dying in the heat. Also, yeah, so you you can't let it get more than eight inches, but you can let it go to like a few inches. So there is a benefit to your yard looking a little ghetto, a little shaggy. Okay, a little shaggy. Interesting. Yeah, Interesting. <laughs> which ours usually does. It's, uh... Wow, that's my. That's why my neighbors across the street do that. Hey, yeah, they're just. I just thought that they were lazy and don't use the. They're the, just conserving water. I just thought that you know. I just thought that even though I can see the lawnmower and I can <laughs> see a gas can when I lurk and on their property, there there's a reason why they have their uh, grass so unkempt and horribly 
looking. Uh, I, no, I look, was wrong. See, this is humbling. This is uh, no look, look. Okay. There's that. There's, Who knew? <laughs> there's degrees, right? You all can't see it on the uh, uh, on the podcast, like listening on the podcast. But I've got my arms out wide, right? On one end, there's the guy who's like really obsessive and is always out there on his riding mower, like keeping his grass to like my exactly neighbor. an inch and a half, right? Yeah. And it has like the diagonal like diamond lines, like you're on a baseball field. Oh yeah, yeah. right. This is not necessary. This is what I'm saying is like let it go for a little bit. Uh, and then on the other end of the spectrum is the I'm calling property standards on you, right? Because right. I'm pretty sure a coyote is living in your yard. Shout <laughs> like- <laughs> out to my dad since it's Father's Day weekend. Shout out to my dad who always kept our crib looking just absolutely magnificent. Yeah? Yeah. As, our, as, uh, as the time went by and uh, urban change has happened to the neighborhood that I grew up in, I must say, the greatest house on the block was ours. Yeah. It was prist- it was home it was better homes and gardens. It was awesome. Charming. Shouts out to my dad. This is back Shout when this is back when men wore shorts that were like Daisy Dukes. Oh. Remember how basketball used to be? Like oh, the shorts yeah. were real short. The short shorts. Well, let the me tell you. The shorts were short. The socks were pulled all the way up to your ankles. Yeah. And my dad was out there looking it was, like it Carl was all, Weathers. It was all Predator. about the knee, the knee to mid thigh yep. view is what you were thighs. getting. <laughs> it was all thighs out there. Yep. You know, thighs good are coming. Good times, though. Good times, man. I, I, good, good memories. Thighs are coming back, man, on men. Well, thighs no, never that's, left, actually. Well, no, but like, you know, it used to be the obsession for men with like washboard abs right mm-hmm. and now that has like that's not like the coveted thing anymore the coveted thing if you read like the men's health is like the beefy thighs so i saw I, a men's health cover that says something like uh it was like it, you know because men's health is always telling you to get rid of the gut but oh this i read men's like, health every like, month if you have so. a gut, it may be okay and it's well, like what yes your your body's actually designed to have just a little bit of like pooch there uh the washboard abs are pretty pretty and actually this to recap men's health for you this month the cover story was uh the guy from it's always sunny in philadelphia who then got really ripped uh rob McElney, i guess mm-hmm. and uh the whole story is about how he- like this show yeah, so the whole story, but he's like, you know, pretty pretty flubby in that, right? And yeah. then he got super ripped uh, during the pandemic, and the whole story was about him basically explaining that it's uh, completely unattainable, and, like, he goes through, here's what it actually took to do this, and, like, nobody can do this. He's like, well, you only have to, like give up every food that you love Mm -hmm. and beer and work out like several times a day and then go for three mile runs and then have the trainer from magic Mike and then take seven months to do it. uh, All paid for by your studio. So (laughs) it's not, it's a whole. Yeah. It's, it's demanding. It's extremely. It is. Yes. Um, So that's, that's your men's health recap for the month, which I again, read. Jim Mendoza. Good morning to you as well. Carolyn Hopkins. Good morning to you. Thanks for tuning in. Um, yeah, and Josue Paez is here, DJ Venom. Would you please clap for DJ Venom? See, because the thing about men's health is, like, it's all the same right because it's women's health and they, like, really attractive men on the cover. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> anyway. now, in regards to, so, 1% on, the, a 1% increase on our water bill as we detailed, was not an insane amount of money and nothing to be upset about. Cheryl Brownell is here. Good morning, Cheryl. But $80,000 
For a liquor store? For a liquor store. You want to talk about that? Is that in the news? I see. Yeah, so that's the next, that's also coming up on on the next city council meeting. Yeah, so, okay, so uh, cities offer uh, incentives. Yeah, so cities offer incentives for uh, people who are looking to redevelop in their downtowns, right? Like that's nice. this, that's, that's a good thing. That's a good thing, yeah. right? No yeah. one, nobody is complaining about that. Word up! I don't even know if I'm complaining about this yet. We'll get. I'll, I'll, let it me, looks like let me, complaints. It looks like I'm complaining in the notes. Yeah, again, I mean, guys, my, just so you all know, there's notes to this. Show. I mean, I'm ready to complain. Sometimes I, we organize. I saw eighty thousand. Um, I'm ready to complain. Well, uh, so okay, so uh, you know, cities uh, regularly invest. So if a, if a developer is coming and saying, "Hey, we want to take this building that's basically falling apart and do something with it, like fix it and like put something cool in there," and cities are like, "We want that cool thing," they usually work out some kind of agreement. Uh, to make the math work, right? So because sometimes to make the math work to make the math work. So sometimes these projects. Well, so imagine right. So think about like the Hobbs Building or like one of the buildings in downtown that's been vacant for a really long time that has a lot of structural issues. Like it would be much cheaper and easier for a company to go in and put their business in like a strip mall somewhere with brand new construction and um and and without having to do all that extra work and all that extra work costs a lot of money so a lot of times in these older downtowns uh cities develop uh, any number of incentive programs um to help uh developers kind of uh recoup some of their losses on fixing up the buildings because we have a shared interest in having buildings that do not collapse so um you know generally (laughs) and and, pretty much right and preserving (laughs) and preserving old buildings too is a thing right so like the Hobbs building with the cool that was the one that had the cool onion dome on top until it looked like it was about to fall off so we took it down and now they're rehabilitating the building good morning mark hogan yeah put it back up so um we uh any any business can come to the city and say like hey i want help like redeveloping my property what can you offer me um and cities can say yes or no right here's what's the the building the foremost liquors so uh that's the the liquor store on the corner of 31 and uh, Galena? Yeah, Galena and Lake Street. Yeah, Galena and Lake Street, right? Yeah, right so across from Tortas, Guadalajara. Yeah, there you go. So that little liquor store, dude wants to redevelop it, which is great. Um, but the total cost, he says, is going to be about 160 grand. The plan is to put another one-story liquor store on the property. Um, and uh, he's, uh, he, he's offering to put in 80 grand. The city... Okay, so the deal is that Investorora, which is technically not the city, but is kind of the city, um, because it's it's our economic development partnership, right? Uh, the Investorora is going to give them thirty thousand dollars to do it, uh, and then that still leaves fifty thousand dollars. So the way that this is going to work is that the city is going to give the property owner $50,000 that's going to then be paid back over in what's in sales tax increment. So that means that I'm building this new liquor store. It's going to be nicer and have more inventory. I'm going to sell more booze as a result of it. So I will have more sales tax coming in so you can have that sales tax back. And that counts towards repaying my loan. Sure. Now, the city was already going to would already get that sales tax if he just redeveloped it on his own. Um, so 
it's it's sort of this argument of like uh does like it so in in a way if he didn't redevelop it we wouldn't get that additional sales tax but if he did redevelop it on his own we would get that anyway now listen 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 to me very carefully this is important if you are driving into the city if you're down here like we are the next time you are at the intersection of Lake and Galena, look at the at foremost look look at the place that we are talking about and ask yourself eighty thousand dollars and just 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 let that marinate as you look at that building well and and when you do that to the note I'm, you know that better come out looking like Benny's. <laughs> Look that is at in my the notes. liquor store that we are talking about, you guys, because us telling you this on the second largest city's first daily news podcast, and explaining the time is night for eight forty one. You, you, you might not, you know, we're painting the picture for you mentally, but I want you to look at that and ask yourself eighty thousand dollars. Yeah. So look, uh, really quickly, is it just that building, or is it also because it's right next to the? Uh, it's it's the, right next to the, the optical Oxy's, store, the Oxy's op- optical, optical. That's right. That's yeah. right. And, and yeah, uh, the and uh, the the barbershop too. Head headliners, I think. Headliners yeah. barbershop. Yeah, That's right, right. Let's see. We can pull that right up across the from uh, Old Second Bank. Yeah, so I'm, not, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just wondering if it's also like going to be renovating those buildings, like uh-huh. the buildings on the second floor. If you two, now, riff the guy's for... name is Tony. Okay, he's uh, um, he he's... well, the the agreement is with a fellow named Kishore. I know that's his, yeah, but he goes by Tony. I don't know why he does that, you know? Because Kishore is probably not a really common name that people understand. Uh, And lots of people go by different names. So, uh, what's your alias name? uh, I can't tell you because, you know, then everyone would know. Jennifer Ryan Mayton is here. BTP, would you please, please do that? Jennifer Ryan Mayton. Okay, so. Got a little presentation here that he gave before the cow. We've got some plans and things like that. Um, you, y'all are going to have to keep riffing if you want the answer on whether or not we're redeveloping the okay. other things. But well, I yeah, think this it's is the, just but the look, liquor go store. Go into that liquor store. I mean, it is, it is a special kind of liquor store. They, don't, mean, they don't have White Claw. I mean, they got like those little bottles of... Well, it's like or, every it's like every other liquor store in like the downtown core, right? Where it's like just... It, it's like your basic... <laughs> it's like, you know, you can get your Coors... <laughs> And you're like, Poor yeah, loco. yeah, <laughs> it's not great. Um, and so look again, if we're, <laughs> if we're paying to get something that's like a really super nice spot, then I'm okay with it. Word. Like if I can get like, if it's like a Benny's shopping experience, I'm telling you, which feels like as an adult, doesn't it feel like going to a candy store? And you're yeah, just like, Ooh. <laughs> when you go into Benny's, you feel like, all right, heck all right. yeah. Even let's, if you're just getting a bottle of wine let's to, explore, uh, right? to, to, to have with your grilled salmon, brown rice and capers. You walk in there, you're like, oh my goodness, this is the sexiest store I've ever been in. <laughs> but when you walk into Foremost. It's not the same experience. No. So. It is. Uh, so I'm guessing, so like, according from the, this, this old street view no map No white too, claw, Cheryl's. They don't got the from white the street claw. street view map, it looks like there's like a, an apartment up there too. Or Well, from the elevation. Okay. I'm glad you brought that up. There's an American flag up there yeah. in the window. Um, yes. From, so from the elevations, the apartment, there will be apartments upstairs too. Oh, there will be? So, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, wow. Looks like too. So you so. could live on top of the liquor store, y'all. How about that? 
like at least three of our listeners are like, oh hell yeah, Kurt, let me know when they, let me know when their uh, applications. Like, I don't yeah, know. let's see. Yeah, it looks like there's a second floor apartment going into a studio and two bedroom, something like that. Okay, studio and a two bedroom. Yeah, oh, that's okay. what it looks like. Interesting. So, um, I so lived on top of a bar for a long time. I don't know if yeah. I'd want to go live on top of a liquor store. I mean, I feel like living on top of the liquor store would be more quiet most of the time. Not that one. Have you seen Look, that I intersection st- at night? Oh well, I mean, there's a lot. Of, I <laughs> yeah. mean, there's a lot of traffic and stuff yeah. too. But like in general, like yeah. on average, I feel like a bar you can always expect to be loud, yeah. as opposed to right because they got even if there's not a lot of people call it, having a big party, there's still gonna be music and stuff like that, right? right. Like, uh, um, I live relatively close to a social hall, so I'm familiar with this, um, right? But. Uh, I like again. It it turns. It's the kind of liquor store, right? So if we get something that looks exactly the same as what we've got before, we'd be really annoyed. Exactly. But if we get something really nice, I'll be like, mm, definitely okay. And the city, and despite you know, and despite uh, my veiled consternation, the city needs development. This is a good thing. Yeah. It, it will help to brighten up and beautify sure. that intersection. So that's an absolutely wonderful thing. And Harry Beast Dog Parlor is located at two one five West Marina <laughs> Boulevard. So you could get you a six pack of. High Life, the puppers. champagne of beers. Get yourself some puppers and then go get your pupper, some, What's some puppers? grooming. Puppers. It's the like, it's the beer from. It was a beer from a TV show. They it, they yeah. actually released it in. Did they? Yeah, oh, really? they did for a little while. That doesn't actually exist. No. <laughs> oh, okay. Letter, yeah, it, Letter Kenny. Have you ever seen Letter Kenny? It's a, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a comedy that takes place in. In Letterkenny, Canada. Ah, I guess. Yes, I gotta it's a little. It. You rural, gotta rural Canada. Rural Canada. It's the tagline is there are five thousand residents of Letterkenny, uh, and these are their problems. Nice. <laughs> so, um, so we're getting body cams. I saw as well. We got a couple more news topics. Um, a couple more. Oh my goodness, boy, the time is flying today. The time is eight forty six. Holy cow. Yeah. Okay. So we. Uh, a lot of yeah. riffing today. <laughs> a lot of this, riffing. Randy Rhodes up in here. <laughs> Rest in peace to Randy Rhodes. Um, yeah, so we're the Aurora Police Department is getting body cameras. Uh, we were supposed to be getting body cameras anyway, uh, and then the state expanded the you know when they passed the reforms, um, the police reforms. Right now, everybody has to have a body camera. Like the Aurora Police did not have body cameras. They were getting them. No, uh, so no, they did not. Yeah. Here's what happened. They made a statement that they would, and then they blamed, I'll take away blamed, then the the word was that they were too expensive. So they the, were shopping this, around this for was a back deal. When? Oh, this was a while ago. This okay. was a long time ago. Years ago? Uh, I'd yeah, say about so two or three years, or three years ago. ago. So oh, yeah. in October 2020, there was a resolution that the council passed to uh, authorize the purchase of 275 cameras. Mm-hmm. So back then, uh, it was it was optional, but like highly like important. Like you know, everyone was putting pressure on police departments to get them. So now, um, the state of Illinois uh, has implemented some laws that say that everybody has to have body cameras, uh, and that includes everybody at all levels. So even if you're like just uh, on the desk or whatever, you've got to have uh, a body camera now. So now we are getting, we're buying 310 uh, one body camera for our every sworn APD personnel. We are also getting new cameras for the squad cars um, because those, uh, I guess, were quite outdated. So um, just one camera being ordered per sworn in officer? Yes. There's no backup. So if one breaks, oh, I guess we just don't. Well, 
I mean, probably we'll just get it replaced would be my oh, guess. Okay. So, like, you don't have to, like, buy them unnecessarily. If, you, if you're buying the way that purchasing works for a major city, if you're buying one thing and it's costing you, like, a couple hundred bucks, you don't have to, like, go out and, like, authorize that purchase. But if you're buying, like, a bajillion things and it gets really expensive, then that's one big contract and you do have to gotcha. have that right. approved. So... Um, so we're getting body cameras. We are also getting uh, a new fleet um, car camera system. So they're going to go new cameras in the squads. New mm -hmm. cameras in the squads. Interesting. Ooh, Interesting. are we getting new tasers too? It looks like maybe. Um, so mm -hmm. I, I interesting. We've always been interested in uh, increases to police budgets on the show and new equipment. So uh, we will let you know. Now it is worth noting that the Kane County Sheriff's Department got their body cameras last year way early. So much so that when I highlight that, um, a spokesperson from APD sent me a message. Yeah? And asked why I didn't reach out to find out about their body camera. We're doing things too. And when I mentioned that he was right, and we're happy to highlight and shout out, we still have not yet got that interview with the, quote, command staff member, end quote. The time is now 8.49 a.m. But now that uh, our, our police chief is retiring, L maybe. News, please. I mean, I broke the story <laughs> on dun, Tuesday. But yeah. This is a real news show. Turn off CNN. Turn on That's CNN. right. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I like CNN though. I, I, I still, yeah, you know, word up. Yeah. Word so up. yeah. So the announcement was made earlier this week. Uh, Police Chief Kristen Zeman is retiring. Uh, presumably, she's going to be spending more time working on her memoir. Uh, I am just a little bit jealous uh, because the only thing I want in life is to retire early and work on my memoir. Finish a memoir. Finish my memoir. Right. <laughs> my memoir. Uh, but. <laughs> Uh, she is retiring. Uh, the uh, the mayor uh, in an article this week about it uh, said that he is going to be looking. He will start by looking inside the department for the city's next police chief. So logically, that would suggest Keith Cross, who is the uh, deputy right now. Yeah, deputy chief. Yeah. Yeah. So so we'll see what happens there. But her last day is August sixth. Oh. Um, yeah. Now, so maybe I'm, we can get her on to talk about things after she is no longer the chief. Right. Has no repercussions. <laughs> we talk about things now. Yeah, but I mean, like on the show. No, like, we talk about it on the show. There are no. No, but, we, uh, no, but I mean, like maybe we can get her to come on. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, Lee Katavu is the union chief, and he's a friend of the show. Mm, okay. Lee. Very good. If you're listening, we got to get coffee again at Treadwell, 14 West Downer Place. Sweet. See, this, that's the thing about this show. We, we Look, let me tell you something. Law enforcement is and has been intertwined with this show from the very beginning. Back before Good Morning Aurora was even on camera. The, actually, the second week when we got out of the bathroom and started recording in an actual studio, Ron Hain came on the show. Then after that, Deputy Chief Fisher and Chief DeLeo from North Aurora Police Department came on the show. Then we had, so we've had a lot of law enforcement on this show. Uh, but anyway, Josue asks, are we getting RoboCop 2? That would be cool if we did, right? If they I, gave us like a big monster, like. I am generally you not. You are not following the law. 
Yeah, I'm generally not in favor of any uh, robots having any kind of like. I really have a lot of like Terminator fears. So like, what do you mean? You don't like, want Skynet? No. no, I don't either. No. But I mean, I, I really, I have like, I. That's like my one. Like, I'm not afraid of zombies. Like, I'm not afraid of like you know any kind of like horror movie type things. But I am just a little bit worried that robots are going to take over. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so... Uh, That's interesting. I, I want to get to a couple other things, though. Real f- So real fast, I want to let people know that fireworks are happening this year. They are July 2nd. That's a Friday. Um, yeah, so put that on your calendar because it's not Sunday. If you wait till Sunday, you will miss them on Friday. So it's Friday. You go to fireworks on Friday. You go to the um, parade on Sunday like normal, but like fireworks are Friday. So so put that on your calendar. Though to be fair, fireworks are every day. Fireworks are every day. Like May 15th. Correct. Yes. Yeah, so fireworks in my neighborhood every night. Yeah. So this time of year we have uh, a practice in our ho- house known as boom cheese because we have a tiny dog who is terrified of fireworks. And so I just want to offer this advice to any dog owners out there with a great deal of anxiety over the fireworks. We carry around a little cup of cheese. I recommend like string cheese because it's less smelly. Mm. Yeah. And uh, every time there's a firework, we give her a little piece of cheese. And so it it has taken her anxiety from like an 11 where she was just like cowering in a corner and drooling and shaking down to like a three or so. Now her anxiety is mostly, am I going to get that cheese or not? <laughs> so mm. to go ahead and, and file that one away, dog owners, boom cheese. Um, Interesting. And then, since we're getting close to the end of the hour, do you want to skip ahead and celebrate uh, our new national holiday? Yes, that is uh, news. So President Biden, or rather the Biden administration, signed into law uh, Juneteenth as a state and federal holiday. That's right. Yeah, well, so it was a state holiday. It had already been made a state holiday Mm -hmm. in Illinois and in several other states, right? So Illinois state workers have the day off today. Uh, You know, municipal workers, it's up to the individual city just, you know. Sticking that out there, but uh, so that means you're working. Uh, I am. I am indeed working. Exactly. I know. So, but maybe it'll catch on, right? So, because we well, do not for the city that you work in, but well, well it might catch on. You know, we, t- you we never have. Know. Yeah, I think we have uh, either Columbus and/or Indigenous Peoples Day off, regardless of whatever you want to call it. I mm-hmm. think I have that off. Um. Um. But yeah, let's do a little bit of brief history on it. So on June nineteenth, eighteen sixty-five. Excuse me. Major General Gordon Granger, a lot of G's there, went to Galveston, Texas. <laughs> that sounds like a beginning of a children's story. Yeah, can we turn this Major into General like Gordon a poem? Like, yeah, Galveston, can we turn Texas. this? That would that would be a great children's story. That would be. Let's do it. Major General Gordon Granger went to Galveston, Texas. Major General Gordon Granger went to Galveston, Texas. There we go. Major General, uh, okay. with other federal soldiers, and walked the streets reading General Order Number Three a document declaring the slaves were free. The following year, on the anniversary of his walk, the freedmen celebrated. It's important to know that the announcement in Texas came two years after Abraham Lincoln's Emancipation Proclamation of January 1st, 1863, and that the official end of slavery didn't happen until the ratification of the 13th Amendment in December 1865. And although the pro- excuse me, and although the Emancipation Proclamation d- declared an end to slavery in the Confederate states, 
Slavery was still legal and practiced in two Union border states, Delaware and Kentucky, until December 6, 1865, when ratification of the 13th Amendment to the Constitution abolished chattel slavery nationwide. Yeah, right. So like, so here's the timeline, right? Because everyone, there's this, you're taught in school, the Emancipation Proclamation Emancipation Proclamation freed the slaves, right? Mm-hmm. Abraham Lincoln freed the slaves. Uh, but it was only in the states that were in the Confederacy. So it was less of a, we're freeing the slaves because we think that this is the right thing to do. And it was more of a reconstruction era, like restructuring slash punishment of the South, right? Mm -hmm. Like we are freeing the slaves there. But what happened was uh, the news had to actually get to the slaves, right, who were forbidden from reading and all of these things. So somebody had to actually go and tell them they were free. Right. So in areas where there were lots of Union soldiers, like in Georgia, right, that happened more quickly. But Texas was really remote at the time. So it took two years for soldiers to get there and be like, oh, yeah, by the way, you can like go now. Super remote. So (laughs) so so even. You know, even those of us who've been to Texas and can understand how remote some parts of it are still in the sticks. Right. This was 1863. Right. Like even in the modern era, it still takes what, like, like eight, like 14 hours to drive from like one town to another in the in Texas. So, right. yeah. So, um, so Juneteenth celebrates that day when the soldiers arrived in Texas, but uh, it's not. It's still not really the end of slavery in the United States mm-hmm. because that didn't happen until later in the year um, because they were still slaves in Delaware and in Kentucky, um, which were still part of the Union. And so we're not forced to give up their slaves until the 13th Amendment. Right. Now, um, for those, I'm going to tell you another stay tuned moment. There is a uh, we have a friend of the show who will be detailing as a part of her college thesis, did she say? Oh. Shout out to all of our Instagram friends. Uh, Let's see here. Yeah, she has it coming up for her doctoral program. Excuse me. And the foundation is uh, on critical race theory and Juneteenth, and your radio host will be taking part in that. So we shall see. Stay tuned. For that. Oh, that is fascinating. That is absolutely fascinating. So, shouts out to our dear friends. Yeah, so you can celebrate Juneteenth in Aurora this weekend. There's a couple different things. The yep. African American Men of Uni- Unity are holding a car parade and festival on Saturday. Um, and I should have clicked the link before I said that so that I could more smoothly tell you uh, the rest of the details of that. <laughs> uh, it, so um, it's going to be at McCarty, excuse me, it's going to be at Martin Luther King Jr. Park okay. uh, on Farnsworth and Grand. That's on the east side. Perfect. We've been telling you guys about that. There's going to be a moon jump. There's going to be face painting, a lot of fun stuff for kids. Um, there's also going to be a, um, the uh, excuse me, the car parade. Starts at 3.30 p.m. Um, and also City of Aurora, African American Men of Unity, the CAN Network, CAAN, Community Advocacy, Advocacy Awareness Network, uh, and the African American Heritage Advisory Board are all um, have all teamed up to sponsor, promote, and uh, get this event off the ground. Fabulous. It's going to be absolutely wonderful. And then the Lutheran churches in town are also hosting a Juneteenth service at 6 p.m. at St. Mark's, which is the one at Edgelon and Galena. That's so. right. Shout out to Patrick Fish of St. Mark's. Patrick Fish and I go way back. We just did a great volunteer opportunity about a week and a half ago uh, where we worked our butts off with a whole bunch of youngsters doing some great 
work for our community and those less fortunate. Shout out to St. Mark's and Patrick Fish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw some of them Instagram stories. Word up. Yeah, it was uh, yeah. It was hectic. Yeah. See, that's the thing about this show. We've mentioned this to people before. You know, we're not just telling you news, right? We're out there. We're out there. I mean, for about, for literally seven out of 10 things that you hear about on this show, your host is either doing it there, just left, or will be there. Yeah. So, yeah. Not me. I'm mostly drinking. Yes. I'm mostly exactly. at the things. If I'm mentioning alcohol, <laughs> I'm mostly at those things. Um, <laughs> but yes, uh, democracy is not a spectator sport, right? And oh, that doesn't, I like that. Yeah, you like I that? I like that. Hit the, hit, I, yeah, hit the, I hit stole that from that. somebody. That's, you stole that from Tom Hartman. Okay. Tom Hartman. Yeah, shout out to Tom Hartman. But yes, that's a thing. So Democracy is not a spectator sport. It is not a spectator sport. And that means, and that doesn't just mean like voting and getting involved in politics, right? It means getting involved in all of the things in your local community so you actually know what you're talking about when it comes to politics. Yeah, he's very like a big advocate for like run for something. Yes, yes, yes. Democracy is not a spectator sport. So yeah, listeners, what are you you doing? What What are you running for? We work, we lay in the groundwork for these things. We've issued this challenge before. So, you know, let us know. We'll we'll promote the thing that you're you're doing. Yeah, run for community. something. Run um, we'll for promote something. The office you're running for. All right. Mm-hmm. Um. So now, I think so. The time is now nine oh one. Went over a little bit, and we've got an interview oh, coming up. We you were guys, so close. You guys will be um <laughs> interested to see the next interview that we've got coming up for you guys today. It's going to be absolutely wonderful. We did um we've kicked the butt and done a lot of interviews. So. Um, get ready for what's coming next. And we have an artist coming on to the show today in uh, about 14 minutes. Ooh. And this artist is absolutely wonderful, absolutely fantastic. And I'll tell you a little fun tidbit. When we got to, out of the bathroom and went into the studio and started recording, this artist dropped off some of their artwork to us as a gift. Ooh. So today is a very special interview coming up because we are proud to give this artist their deserved shout gonna be a good one y'all gonna That's be a exciting. good one. The time That's is good. now 902 That's all right um so as we've told you many times um this show is sponsored by wabanzi sbdc through the sbdc small business owners both prospective and existing are able to find help resources and they have many no cost aka free workshops to help you and your business grow and succeed uh, get started with SBDC workshops. Send us an email at goodmorningaurorail at gmail.com and we can connect you. Or simply hit the link that we post every day for you on our Facebook page. Uh, also, don't forget, please support us. Uh, check us out on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Patreon, as you can see in the bottom right-hand corner. Also, I want to say a thank you very much to Philip and um, James and Norma as well, and our newest YouTube subscriber who has like an uh, you know a, a long name. I'm sure, it's probably not, you know I don't I don't you know Sesquidilia, right? So thanks for subscribing. That was cool. You know I don't yeah. know what your real name is, but I like the icon that you got of a Pokemon thing, and that was there really cool. Yeah, yeah. Sesquidilia. All right, nice. Um, uh, BTP. Last words for these people as we go into this. Um, Weekend. This nice toasty Father's Day weekend. Yeah, yeah. stay hydrated. It's supposed to get pretty hot today. Very stay hydrated all all week, mm-hmm. all weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, hit oh, up yeah, a, lo- hit up a local shot. 
Hit up some local shops. Get your carry your mask with you just in case they require it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, still be nice. We're yeah. still being nice. Yeah. Just, uh, have a safe, fun weekend. That's right. That's right. Um, J to the S. Anything that we forgot? Uh, no, no. That's all I got. Um, all right, know, Matthew Root. Good to see you, my brother. Good to see you. Y'all stay hydrated out there. Um, so yeah, that's it for the day. Dad, have a good day. I'll call you later on. And I hope that you guys have a blessed, wonderful, positive weekend. Um, Do something nice for another person. That's what you got to do. Shout out to all of the dads and all of the parents out there. For all of you who don't have a dad, we wish you an absolutely wonderful, stellar, and peaceful uh, Father's Day as well. Be happy for the parents that you have while you have them. Also, um, last but not least... Shout out to our dear friends of the show at the SBDC. And thank you very much, especially to my boy Greg Zilioli of A Call to Shoulders. That's it. That's Take care of yourself and each other. Adios. Sir.